First and foremost, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land upon which we are gathered. We extend respect and gratitude to the elders past, present and emerging of the Awabakal and Waramai peoples. We honour the neighbouring nations. And we extend our utmost respect and gratitude to all First Nations listening to this podcast. Always was, always will be. Welcome to Alive, Not Dead, Yet. Yes. We're your hosts, Pasha Balka and Timberlina. And this is our podcast. Because we couldn't be bothered to put makeup on. Can't be bothered at all. Well, let's get into it. Yes. Hello. Week 13. And welcome to Alive, Not Dead. Yet. Week 13. You fucked that up. That's all right. Most of our podcasts are fucked up, so. I got the intro down pack, actually, so I pressed the right buttons at the right time, and then you went and fucked it up. Well, fantastic. Well, you'll get an Emmy in the mail. Will I? (laughs) No, be a bit realistic about it. (laughs) Yeah, I will. More like a jar of peanut butter. (laughs) <laughs> in jokes, in jokes uh, You weren't there for that, sorry You weren't there for that <laughs> I was talking about the people listening Oh yeah <laughs> If you want to hear that story, you'll have to Sign up to our Patreon Yeah <laughs> We don't have one <laughs> You'll have to make one for us and sign us up to it. Um, or you could send us some money at paypal.me forward slash the Timberlina. Or just drop a nice burger outside my house. <laughs> I'm a gossipy bitch. I'll tell you lots of stuff. Um, Maybe we should set up a Patreon. But not like a big one, just like $2.50 a month. What do they get out of it, though? That means more work for us. We'll... we'll Sign, sign stuff for them when they see us out and about. Do you know what? We can offer them an extra weekly episode because we're going to get out of lockdown soon. And That's we... true. We're not going to be doing the lockdown. No. So we can give them an extra weekly one for $5 they could, a month. They could get um, discounted things. Tickets to my shows. <laughs> they could get early access tickets. To my shows. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it's mine and Bash's podcast, but you're getting more from me. <laughs> what are they getting from you? I'll give them a lesson plan. <laughs> I mean, when we go on tour with our show, they'll get early access to our live recording shows. Yeah. To get tickets to that, they can, and they'll get a discount. And let us know what you want from us. They'll be able to ask us questions. Yeah. Even though they can just do that in our Facebook group, that's fine. Look, let's double up. Let's hit the well again. I reckon $5 a month. People will pay it. Well, yeah, and we could say, oh, that $5 a month could go to Me. buy us dinner for the weekly podcast and we review it. Oh, yeah. I'm creating us one. Are you seriously? Yeah, I'm on there right now. <laughs> Why not? I love money. Don't you? 
Yeah. What is your name? Timber Productions. Stop it. Um, anyway, um, what are we talking about? Well, I mean, we're at a bit of an interesting point because there's two things we're going to talk about and they both sort of could touch on each other if you're the right person for it. But we're really not the right person for that, the um, layover. We aren't touching people. Yeah. That's why we've got all the complaints. Oh, love yeah. that. So I've got to set up a Patreon. Now, to pay for our legal fees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've sort of touched on this a bit before, but I want to hear a bit more from you. Oh. How would you say you are at sports? Really good. Okay, tell us about the netball league again. <laughs> well, growing up, um, if you haven't ever met my mum, she... Oh, backspace, backspace, backspace. Growing up, I grew up in a very small country town where there's not much to do. My mother, this is where she comes in now, um, my mother was on every committee possible to a small country town being sport related. So we did swimming club. We did. That's right. You're a lifesaver, aren't you? Well, you were. Yeah. Not now. Past tense. Um, I've seen your shows. You're not. So I was a part of swimming club. Went to state swimming. Then um, growing up, I also did. How did you get tickets to that? No, I didn't get tickets. I was in it, in the relay, state swimming oh, relay. Not watch. <laughs> no, I was a fucking swimmer in the water. I was actually, what was I? Was I a swimmer? I think I was like. The one that had to get resuscitated. <laughs> no. I think I was just. I, I think you just I, go right to the bottom? <laughs> no. You're an asshole. I used to be really sporty and. Slimmer. Um, I wasn't making a fat joke. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. I realised that. <laughs> um, I think I was like the third swimmer, which is like the slowest. No, second swimmer. Second and third. It's like wing attack and wing defence. Um, you don't really need them, but they have to be there. Um, <laughs> that's what I always think of netball. Sorry if anyone's a netballer and you play wing defence or wing attack. You're not really needed, but we take you anyway. Um, that brings me to the next sport. <laughs> that was our next sport. Is my mum used to be one of the major coaches. She started her own netball club as well um, in Golgong. Um, and then when she moved back out where she became the president, I think, yeah, president of the Golgong Netball Club. Um, so my mum and I fought for years to be able to have boys and girls play together because it was never a mixed sport. And then they got it past at Mudgee. Mudgee was like where we used to go and compete. And they brought in that you were allowed to play netball to you 12 as a boy. Um, yeah. So I... You should know, I'm imagining you as like nine years old, but like just a miniature version of you now. And you're I going was... to these netball meetings and going, I will argue. <laughs> and then you just start doing land and lower. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But that was my mum. My mum did a lot of arguing. Anyway, so I played netball for a year. The team that I was on um, was at the bottom of the ladder. So it was like, I think it was like four weeks into the comp that I joined. Guess what team made to the grand final? 
that was mine. Um, cause I was a center and I was like, boom, 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 boom. And because I'd grown up with mum coaching netball, like I was fucking ace. Um, so yeah, my team, they made it to the grand final because of me. Um, and the only time, the only reason we didn't win is because we we're against the rep team. Um, so and then I became an umpire and then we moved to Newcastle. I did surf lifesaving for many moons and then I started working at McDonald's and left sports altogether. That was oh. my life. Thank you. That reminds me though, this week, this one of these days, I didn't pay that much attention to it. I read a little bit about it, but I've got such a short attention span at the moment. There was a big hullabaloo in Queensland about how an all-boys team won a tournament or competition or a free voucher or something like that. I wasn't paying much attention to it. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I only saw a little bit, but, like, I guess... <sighs> like, why, why are we bringing sex into it? They obviously just had stronger players on their team. Like, that's it. I just, here's the thing I don't understand. If they're allowed to take part, then what's the problem with them winning? Yeah. It was just because it was an all-boys team. I don't know. People just like to fucking whinge these days. They'll complain about fucking anything. Um, If you do say that, and I think people look at it and go, oh, well, men are faster, men are stronger. Just because netball isn't an... When I've played it, just because I'm a bloke doesn't mean I'm better at it. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm stronger or faster than the girls I was on the court with. It, it's not all just, you got to think, don't you? Yeah. It's, it's just as much of a strategy game as it is an actual doing game. Yes. Does that make sense? Because yeah. you've got to come up with, all right, you need to watch this person, you need to be doing this. We keep seeing this person do this, so we need to avoid getting the ball anywhere near them. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. because And it's a non-contact sport. Yeah, I'm looking to change that. Okay, well. We need to bring back the Biff in netball. <laughs> going to put John Hoppawade in there. Oh. More boys are going to play now. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Anyway, what did what do you do? What's what's your story? Well, when I was a kid, I my parents were very big into local hockey scenes, so my mother was very much into roller hockey, yeah. and would often she coached the Australian women's team in like Argentina. She was a big deal. Wow. Um. She ran. She didn't run skate line, but she ran every hockey event that was at skate line. Do you know, do you know skate line? I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you know Planet Fitness at Lambton? Next to the stadium? Yeah. That used to be a roller hockey arena. Really? Yeah, that big dome. Yeah, I know the thing. one now, yeah. Yeah, that used to be where a lot of the skating competitions were held. I'd be there every Monday, most Sunday mornings. And my father was big into field hockey, so it was really easy getting there because one on the other side of the stadium. Do you not like field hockey? I don't like, no, because you know why? We have, 
at the netball courts when we competed. Oh, there's beef, there's beef. Oh, we had to share the canteen with them. But the oh. netballers had to staff it. Wait, what? So you guys had to staff it, but why would they not staff it? I don't know. I feel like we just hated them using it. Well, I did personally, probably just me, really. Yeah, everyone else is like, this is lovely. And you're like, hey, it's fucking bastard. Fuck off, get your own canteen. This is ours. Go back to your grass area. We're on asphalt. Bring in Esky. There's one for enough of you. Get your own oranges. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are a big thing of a sports like They are, yes. Um, so I would swap between both of them until I was like, what, 12 years old? And then I got really fat and really lazy. It was the best time ever. So you just stopped going? Yeah, I stopped going. I was a bit like, I got really sick of, especially with my mother being so involved in it. And I got really sick of it being everyone coming talk to me going, oh, where's your mother? Where's this? Where's that? Where's this? Do you know what I mean? And you're like, I don't know who you are. Fuck off. Exactly. I'm trying to eat my roll-ups. <laughs> I hated fruit roll-ups. Is it because it had fruit in it? No, they were so sticky. Oh. I was yeah. a very sensory. Do you not like sticky stuff on your hands? I do not like sticky stuff. <laughs> I, I freak out with <laughs> having the, what's the glue? Where's the, I freak out with the prosade. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is still a bit open, actually. I hope this is I um, don't like having dirty hands either. No. You have to touch and it's it very cause... hard to do when you practice your makeup and stuff. Yeah. Well, I use so many baby wipes when I'm doing my makeup because I hate having dirty hands. Oof. I love how we went, how seamlessly and directly we went from sport to makeup. <laughs> <laughs> that really shows where our priorities are. Yeah, not sport. If you're a sport person, good on you. Currently, I think last night the grand final for the AFL was on. Next weekend, the grand final for the NRL is on. The last time I played sport, we would at school have Thursday footy. Oh, Thursday footy, yeah, the boys. Yeah, the boys. Yeah, the boys. Footy. That's what I'd say to my kids. And I was just like, look, if I can do it, there's no reason you can't do it. So I was there without my belt, pulling my pants up, running from one end to the other. All my kids are like, I cannot believe he ran. Yeah, I would be like exactly like that too. I, I'm still just like, I'm sweating at the thought of it. <laughs> we might just have to take a short break here. Yeah, insert break. I'm going to go get a roll of toilet paper to use on my forehead. <laughs> Play the music. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and we're back oh, in the roll. Really, it's, so <laughs> it's actually stuck to your head. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, wowza. Um, what are we going on to now? <laughs> okay. What's the topic? But, Get it uh, over and done with. By the sounds of it. Glady B is stressing that sometime in October we'll be out of lockdown. Whoop, whoop. And 
I believe locally in Newcastle, we are about 55 double dosed. Oh, we. I believe we're at 85 one dose. In Newcastle. In Newcastle. Where are you getting this information from? Um, Sonia Hornery. Oh, that's Sonia Hornery. That She's hornery the one bugger. I go to for all this stuff. That Hornery bugger. <laughs> hornery bugger? Yeah. <laughs> I just got that. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. So what I'm curious to know is... Yes. What's your, there's two parts to this question. I'll ask the first part first. What's your out-of-lockdown plan? To go back to work. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you've had it very hard. <laughs> to go back to a... Just go back to my venues and be back with my peeps in my venues and to be able to, like, just do my shows and have people to bounce back from and... Just to get back to normal, take the cabaret back on the road, um, planning lots of stuff for the new year. So it's just like, just to take life back to normal, to be honest. I I cannot wait to hear you complain about how busy I am. You've got to carry stuff to the venue oh. and traffic. Well, I've bought all new bingo barrels. They should be arriving this week. Um, like the, the red thing? Yep. Oh. Um... But the stuff dropping from that one's kind of part of your show. <laughs> it's not going to, I'm not doing that. I'm not, no. So it, like currently my old ones are all a little bit broken. So they're going out to dad and they'll get repaired and then I'll buy all new balls for them. And then that will be like the spare barrels. Um, yeah. But I bought new barrels for my shows. Um, it's actually really exciting because I've got a planning meeting this week that this episode goes to air um, with, like the social Casey. Everyone knows who Casey is now. Um, so Casey and I are sitting down and planning like the next really like six to eight months worth of shows. Um, and my shows where I will be. So if people didn't realise this, some weekends I would be in Newcastle and then I'd go out to Forbes and maybe back to Newcastle and then up to Byron. That is not a realistic weekend and no one should ever do that. So going forward it will be... I'll be out. I've, I've seen you, like, before we went into lockdown and you invited a few of us to a live bingo at your place mm. where you could only have, like, a few guests in your home. I remember that conversation where it was like, mm, yeah, there's that show there that, you know, in whatever town, uh that, you know, is on the Sunday and you're like, hmm, I get back to Sunday. I could make that just in time. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's been my life and a lot of people, like, you can't keep doing that. So now we're just planning all my shows to be in, like, areas and then the cabaret show will be in different areas and, yeah. So Actually lots- starting a tour. Yeah, so... The cabaret show will be somewhere, or there could be two cabaret shows out in one weekend. Like, just depends. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's all happening. It's going to be a big 2022, I feel. Um, yeah, lots happening. Okay. My first one is I'm just looking forward to being able to go and sit somewhere. Like, my little Sunday morning routine was always just going to my friend's cafe, ordering brunch, 
and working for hours. Yeah. I miss little things like that or that spontaneity of going grocery, going, not grocery shopping, but sometimes like to the shops. Yeah. To just look the movies, just that, you know, you're planning dinner on your way home and then you get someone going, Hey, do you want to go to dinner tonight? And you're like, yes, please. Yeah. That's sort of, that's what I miss. Yeah. Like I'm also looking forward to, um, like all of that, like random stuff as well, like dinners out, seeing friends. Hopefully, one day not wearing masks. Um, oh, you know, just like all of that fun stuff. You know, have I told you about my masks? No. So I got most of my masks from Gorman. Now I don't know if you know much about Gorman, really but it's a shop for thin ladies. I'm not a thin lady. <laughs> my masks are so uncomfortable. Mm. And in my head, I just keep thinking, oh, look, it's because I've got a beard. It's because, you know, they're small and stuff. And they are small. But I'm like, I can deal with this. This is not something to complain about. At the vaccination centre the other day, they gave me one of the paper ones. Oh, my God. I cannot believe how much nicer a disposable one is to my got to wash them ones. It covered my face. Like, it covers my nose and stuff as it is, but, oh, I know what I'm going to get. Disposables, yeah. Everyone's like, why do you use disposables? Because I was like, one, they're actually better for you. Yeah. Um, they're for health professionals. Um, there's, like, I saw a diagram. It was, like, the cloth ones don't, no. don't do much. So, yeah. Um, but what's your plan if we do go back into lockdown? Because we might need to get used to the idea of, for the foreseeable future, we are in and out. Yeah. I guess depends how long forecasted it is. Um, well, I mean, this one was only meant to be two weeks or so. Yeah, exactly. So I would just do exactly what I did this time, just go back online. Probably not as busy as I was this well, lockdown, but... Oh, so you'd sort of say, okay, hang on, I want to make sure I've got two days to myself. Yeah. And then just just like you're doing with your other shows, say, yep, plan them a bit. Mm. Rather than just taking them and say, yep, I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, as an artist, and I feel like if you're an artist listening to this, it's like, it's really tough. Like you oh, just yeah. take every kind of gig that you can get. If it's your full-time job, I mean, if you're lucky enough to have another job, like you're lucky jealous um i mean i could also get another job but i know as soon as i come out of lockdown that i will have to leave that job and i'd rather somebody else have that job yeah um so but no i'm i'm like i guess the one thing that we all need to be do is be very flexible during these next three months that we're going to probably go in and out of lockdowns or if you are around if you're a close contact you're gonna have to isolate for 14 days or um, if cases rise in an area, then they're going to lock us down. Like, it's it's bound to happen, and I feel like everyone's just like, no, it's Freedom Day on the yeah. 11th or 18th of October, whenever we think it's going to be. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be Freedom Day. I think Freedom Day comes when it's like, yeah, it's going to be Freedom Day from this awful lockdown that we've had, but it's not going to be, like, overall Freedom Day, like you're it seeing might, in the UK and the US. Yeah, it might be Freedom Day for a 
foreseeable amount of time, but then we've got to think about what happens when we start opening our borders back up as well. Yeah. So I have found this amazing website. It's called covidlive.com.au, not sponsored. Um, and if they want to sponsor it. <laughs> they're more than welcome. And I was going through all the stats, right, all the stats that they have on here, and it gets down to, like, depth, deaths in the world. Um, it's just some light reading. Basically. Cases in the world. Do you know how many cases the US has till Sunday the 26th? Is that, hang on, is that including the last mm-hmm. two years? Yep, overall. It's that overall cases. Um, 40 million. 42.9 million. How many oh. cases did they have in the last 24 hours? Um, well, they've had a bit of a surge, haven't they? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 800,000. 86.6K. Wow. Yeah. Where we have... 1,700 in the whole of Australia. Um, and we've had 97.5K. Well, actually, if you compare that ratio-wise, I think we're kind of doing worse. Really? We are a nation of about 25 million. Mm. They're a nation of, by now, three and a half, nearly four million. So if you take our number and times some... Oh, actually... I feel like ours is still better. Our, de- I, our deaths are fucking way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's very interesting if you go to that website, if you want to have a look, and it shows you the breakdowns of, like, when we're meant to come out of lockdown and all that kind of stuff. So, and it breaks it down by... So, Australia is going to reach 80% first dose from what they predicted here on the 4th of October. That's tremendous. And then 60% on the 9th of October, double dose in Australia. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then, like, we go to New South Wales. I love this shit. I love data. If, it, you, if you don't know that about me. It's even. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so it's got, a, an, um, r- like, an orangey tick, um, but a sh- um, New South Wales has just hit 60% double dose. Okay. Um, and then on the 6th of October, we should hit 70% double dose. That's pretty good. By the end of October, we should hear in New South Wales, they predicted that we should be 90% double dosed in New South Wales. Well, I mean, there's, yeah, there's still about 15% that haven't got their first dose. Yeah. So, yeah, the 6th of October, we should hit 90%. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. Especially when we had so many issues. I mean, we're all meant to be double vax by now, right? Well, yeah, but... Sorry, we're 85.5% first dose vaxxed for 16 plus, and then we're 60.1% second dose, double, yeah, second dose. Mm. We've actually got 222 people in ICU, though. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. There was, like, something ridiculous, like 117 are on ventilators. <sighs> I love that I'm just telling you all these random facts and we're like meant to be doing like a funny podcast. Yeah, we're meant to be doing the light part. I'm going to move on. So what's one thing you want in your house for the next lockdown? One thing I want in my house? Yeah. A bottom. <laughs> Was that like the best answer ever? Sure, you told yourself that. <laughs> that was good, but wasn't it? You weren't expecting that. What were you expecting me to say? I was expecting you to still keep thinking. 
but it makes <laughs> sense based on. <sighs> um, but other than that, like, um, like some more alcohol sponsors, that'd be nice. You know what I really want? What I want really more comfortable want? workstations. Yeah, I mean, I've started to slowly upgrade my workstations over this lockdown, so most of it's good. See, I get new couches this week. What? How am I only just finding out about this? Oh, did I? I thought I had told you. They called me up a fortnight ago. I ordered these in, like, February, but I've been so slow on paying them off because I'm just like, look, there's no rush. Mm. My couch is shit. They're going to stay shit. Um, and then they're like, yeah, we're allowed to deliver, deliver from Sydney. And I was like, what? That, yeah, our people get tested every two days. And they don't, they wear masks, they come in, they sanitise extensively when they come in and you can just pay what you've got left when they're there. And I'm like, oh, I guess I have to do it now. I'm getting two sort of armchairs and that's it. Because mm. I'm sick of napping in the lounge room. So you're napping. Getting... <laughs> Do you say you're getting two armchairs? It's basically two armchairs. Okay. I don't have that many people over anyway. Yeah, that's true. I think like but... one time that I came to yours, I... Um... There was five people here then. And I sat on the floor anyway. Yeah. But that's probably the most amount of people I've had in here since, like, the actual movie and party. And even then, there was only, like, eight or so. I'm very much... I'll have people over. Was that your moving in or was that your birthday? That was my birthday. Yeah, birthday. My moving in was uh, 2018. Did you only move down the road a year after I moved in here? Must have been. Yeah. I was living on Bronco Road then. Awful. Awful. Anyways, we're starting to ramble. Oh, does that mean we have to go? Yeah, we've got to go. Uh-huh. I think we got a bit got a bit too serious this week. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to another Timber Productions podcast. Thank you for listening to Alive. Not dead. Yet. Make sure you subscribe for weekly episodes and give us a follow. I'm at the Timberlina. And Beached Queen. 